It's a late snowy night, and the streets are empty in Anchorage, Alaska. There's a tiny shack on the corner that serves a pretty good cup of coffee. It's open later than other places in town, and it caters to other shift workers and the late night crowd. And there alone Samantha Koenig is finishing up some side work to prepare for closing. A man approaches the shack and presents his own cup, asking for a fill of coffee. When Sam obliged and eventually turned back to return the cup, instead of being met with payment, she was face to face with a gun. The man told her to shut the lights and put on a jacket. Samantha complied. He instructed her to grab money from the register and to lie face down on the ground. Again, she complied. That is when the man forces his way in. There, in darkness, Samantha lay scared and confused when he suddenly grabbed her and bound her hands together with a zip tie. They walked out the rear door together and made their way towards Tudor Road when Samantha broke away and attempted to flee. She was tackled and held at gunpoint. The man threatened that any further trouble and he would shoot her immediately. They got back up and made their way across the snowy street and into a parked truck. While driving, the man explains to a frightened Samantha that this is a kidnapping for ransom. He's focused on his plan. He was asking questions in the parking lot and now demands her phone. Unfortunately for him, the phone was left back in the coffee stand, and as he would later find out, her debit card, another essential item, was left in her truck. While he makes these errands, he leaves her bound in his shed while loud music plays over her screams. I'm two different people, basically. How long have you been two different people? This is the story of Sam Koenig. That's a dark one. That's one we don't really know where to begin with. This story's tough because, like we were just saying before we started recording, James, it's not a real linear story. It kind of bounces around, and everything we're used to so far has been either pretty straightforward or historical. I mean... True. We, we don't have too many under our belt, but yeah. f- from one, from what we've been researching, uh, this is really like, uh, it's really a mystery as to who the this guy really was anyway. Yeah. I mean, we know a little bit about what he did and the, the key incidents, but there is some serious questions as to uh, who this guy really was and what he really did or didn't do. Yeah, the whole thing is wrapped in mystery. So as we, I don't know, we, we really don't know which source to believe. And uh, I think that's when you have to really boil it down and just look at what we really have. You right. Know, like, you know, the absolute fact. Because absolute fact. This is, we, we touched on this with Kemper. 
you can only take his word for so much and so much of what we do know and a lot of what people repeat about this case started with his own testimony. Right. And this was another situation where this guy really, really liked, I don't know if he liked to talk, but he talked a lot. But even the first 15 minutes or so, it's just nothing. It's a lot of dribble and dragging on and bouncing around questions and deflecting questions. It's really hard to just sit there and take in, whereas there's other confessions where you you actually have a full-blown confession or it's it's gripping with the interview and Keyes is just very lackadaisical in all his talking. He's a well-accomplished liar. He, he lived a double life his whole life and he he straight up lied to Sam Coning. Let's uh let's get back to let's get back to her real quick. Yeah. Just trying to look back at that basic incident, I I've, I've read a lot of different things. I've read that she tried to get away. Well, initially, when he initially grabbed her from the coffee house, she did break free in the parking lot. But how do we know that? I can't really find any corroborating like evidence on that. No one ever brings that up. Any 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 videos of the coffee house don't have anything like that. That's not on the surveillance That's, video. No, and it's not in the police report either. Hmm. Well, it could be, yeah, it could be very well just be conjecture. That's what I'm saying, that the, even find, the, even the case that we know the most about, I'm not exactly sure we have the most evidence, like, because I didn't... The story that I read frequently when looking into the Sam Koenig story was that he went to get the ATM card yep. from the truck. Yep. And... When he did this, uh, the uh, Sam Koenig's boyfriend or fiance, I think it's just her boyfriend, boyfriend, comes out of the house and sees sees this guy going through the truck or attempting to break in uh-huh. and grabs his attention. See, I've read that too, but I don't. But we can't substantiate it. Something else I've heard that the way that it went down is that there was no, con- he was supposed to pick her up that night. The from, boyfriend. Yeah, from... When she closed. Right. And he went there and she wasn't there. Ah. So, so how could they have crossed paths? Right. So that's what I mean. If 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 this incident happened, I feel like like we talked about this before and you brought up how that's such a big red flag and then she's missing like that. That would get the ball rolling a lot faster on on on, on what happened. Yeah. But I don't I'm not sure if that even happened. Right. So um, but what did happen was. Uh, the boyfriend, he went to pick her up, and she was not there. And later that day, he receives a text message from her phone. Sam's phone. Yep. So it was a eerie message saying she's going to split for a little while. Yeah, she was having a bad day or a bad night and was pissed off. Yeah. And was going to leave town for the weekend, which uh, immediately, that's that's... That's a red flag for any relationship. If my girlfriend had sent me a text towards the end of her shift and said, hey, you know what, I'm not coming home this weekend because I had a bad night at work, that's not something that's like, oh, okay, yeah, enjoy the weekend. Sorry you had a bad night. Don't worry about it. See you on Monday. That's not something people do, especially this girl was only 18. Right. You know, and she's working at a coffee shop. It's not like 
she's going to, who knows, maybe she did have money saved. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. working at a coffee shop isn't going to bring in, you know, vacation time. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I mean, his whole plan. That's not to offend any barista out there. No. (laughs) (laughs) His, um, his whole plan being a ransom. And that's what he told Sam when he kidnapped her and he tells her that to calm her down. Right. Because she's thrashing about, I'm sure. And again, we're seeing this abductor trying to gain the trust of his victim with promises that obviously won't be met. And I don't um, think it was it was gaining trust in this case. Well, I mean, not so much gaining trust, but Just at least down. keeping her calm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, uh, somebody held a gunpoint. You you just tell them they're going to be okay, and they get a little more compliant. Right. Well, yeah, I think I would think that in that situation, anyone in that situation wants to believe that they're going to make it out alive and everything's going to be okay. And what this person is doing is just adding a little bit of hope to that. So, so he tells her the plan is ransom. He's, he needs her phone. He needs her debit card. He's going to send out a ransom note via text and collect the money using the card. But in reality. Um, it's not that at all. He just, his plan is to make her go away. And he does that, that very same night he, he, he rapes her and he strangles her that, that very same night he kidnaps her. Um, and then the following day he leaves for a cruise. So he's gone the very next day. Yeah. The very, it's only a matter of hours actually that he leaves for the cruise. And it, he keep in mind listeners he's leaving on a cruise with his wife and child he's not a girlfriend i think maybe girlfriend regardless he's 10 year old go- girl though. he's going to continue with his life yeah after butchering a young girl well one he, it just goes to show you the extent that this evil inside of this person he lived two lives stresses. He lived two lives, and right. he, he admits to that. And I think that's a very common thing among people doing such horrible acts. Uh, they, especially someone as thought out as him, which we're going to get into. So now she's she's gone now. Uh, he, I believe, uh, yeah, he leaves her there. He leaves her in the shed. While he's away. While he's away. Right, yeah. He comes back, and during this time... It's it's a it's a missing persons case at this point. Uh, the father, her her father James Koenig is is leading the the searches. It's a big community effort. It's a big outreach. Um, people are donating money. People are donating time. Personnel. Yeah. And um, the the darker story is that they had no idea that this person was already gone. Right. Um, yeah. All these efforts that. Putting into looking for Samantha are pretty much futile from this start. Yeah, which is really a grim thing to say, but but obviously you don't you don't stop, right? Like you don't. No, you don't stop. No, that's the real story to me. Is that one person is selfish and enacts the their most basest and worst desires, and and harms those around him, and thousands and thousands and thousands of others will do the complete opposite and they they want to raise their hands and help because yeah. because that, i don't know that's i that's that's a better story to me but unfortunately this 
this is not this is not a good story. So I'm just looking for beams of light in in a dark in a dark muddy mess. Um, he sends out a ransom note along with a picture, and he doesn't he doesn't send it to anybody. He he just deposits this picture in a public park at a dog memorial. Uh, the it's a Polaroid photo of her holding a with a newspaper dated from a couple days ago and on the back of it is a well we should explain the way the way this is it's a it's a polaroid what what israel keys did after killing samantha he took a picture a polaroid picture of her body posed in such a way to make it look that she was alive gagged but alive true and he photocopied that polaroid and typed all his necessary ransom notes on the back of this photocopy and left it in this dog park right so he kills her she's left there he comes back and he makes her body two weeks later mind two, you. two weeks later comes back to and poses her body to make it look alive. Right. Um, and for but he obviously knows that it won't. Look, she won't look alive. No, but you know, in a money just through a Polaroid. This is why he does the photocopy and yeah, it it kind of dirties up the picture. A it makes bit. me sick to think that he had to ID her through that photo. Her later. father, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on, somebody probably had to tell him the truth about that photograph she was never alive yeah that's heartbreaking to think about that's the worst um that's because um like like we said you know you're holding on to that hope uh for so long and then get those gruesome gruesome details that's a monster yeah it's a real shame it is so the uh he poses her body with this ransom note and he he just leaves this in a ziploc baggie tucked behind a picture of a dog at a dog memorial Albert, I think the dog's name was. And um, somebody eventually finds it. And they, that's the girl, right? That's the... Time goes by. No, Nothing turns up. No more details come out. There's no contact information. There's no way to get up. There's nothing, there's nothing they could do. So they deposit money. I'm not sure how much. I don't even think it's the full 30000 in the account. But they deposit money into her account. And uh, he makes... I think a couple different withdrawals around Anchorage on a couple different days. The the max allowance five hundred dollars, and uh, he's he's prepped for that too. He's he's completely covered from head to toe. You can't see him because he knows ATMs take pictures. Cameras, yep. yeah, yep. And he makes a couple trans those three transactions five hundred dollars, and then it goes quiet until March, or maybe like a week. I, I'm estimating because I don't. We don't know the actual dates here. I'm going off the dates that we do know. Right, but the well, it was crazy that that he even used the card and he was and he was doing that. I know. I get like he does uh, all this deep planning and but then he uses he the just, ATM card. Yeah, he uses a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, like well, that was just a, a, a side thing. That was just pocket change that he was just. It was just a side bonus to... To bankroll his next operation. To killing, yeah. That's just the, all he really wanted. So you mentioned March 7th. That's when the account picks back up. 
and that's now in Arizona. So right. they, they were really surprised to, when the account got pinged in Arizona. It got pinged in Arizona and New Mexico. Well, and then Texas. You're getting ahead of yourself here. But it, it got pinged. In, I'm just saying for the search, it got pinged in Arizona. Okay. Now, now it's not. They realize it's not just an Anchorage. This guy is going all over the place. This is. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy. So they right. okay. now now they they issue warrants outside the state. And right. Now they're they federal warrants. Yeah. Now they're police are aware. And again, you you said now it's getting picked up. Where else? New Mexico. New Mexico, and then and Texas. He moves on to Texas, and then I think it's like two cities in Texas. And what really does him in was it was just one of the ATMs got a spot. Uh, they just spotted his car, and it was just it was just by chance. It was he was driving a white Ford Focus. Right. So basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they're just so affordable, <laughs> and um. So officers in Texas are aware. Keep an eye out for this routine traffic stop for a Ford Focus, and uh, happens. And uh, this officer gets he pulls over this man. Routine traffic stop. The guy presents an Anchorage, Alaska driver's license. He's you like, stupid fucking. So he's like, holy shit. Um, yeah. So he knows about that. He uh, backups already on the way. It's been called. He has. He's just playing it cool until he gets there. Until they get there, investigates further. They find Sam's debit card, and I think they even has a gun. Wouldn't surprise me. Although, actually, it would, considering how well planned he was with all his kill kits and whatnot. Yeah, that may have just been imagery that they were showing. I I thought. I I thought I saw, saw like a clip of like a gun in a trunk. I know it's hard to blend all the research between videos and or it's hard to keep the research separated rather between the articles, the the official reports and fucking YouTube wormholes. Yeah. And there's just a, yeah. And, and the, the levels to which things have been dramatized or exaggerated. And, and as, yeah. as time goes on, it's, it's, it almost becomes harder and harder to set the record straight. So keys is captured. And now we learn more about him. Yeah, this is where things really, as if they weren't dark enough, but we start to pull back the mask that is Israel Keys, and um, and then yeah, it it gets really, really layered and really deep to the point where there's still, even now, and I. In 2019, there's still open investigations about people that this m- guy may have been involved with. Yeah, people, I mean, these are, the investigations are ongoing. He said a lot of things, and he traveled a lot. And these a lot of these travel, you know, a lot of the times he traveled, there's receipts, there's paper trails. They can look at where he went, and when they look at where he's went, there's footage to go through of the places he's been right right. and when he makes so many claims of all these murders and stuff they're not sure there's there's a lot to sift through so more may come out but until then um they pick up israel keys and and he's a little he's in custody and he even denies the kidnapping up to the point where he's been arrested he's fought he has her debit card he's you know but he's just He's not he's just he's doing everything he can. I think that's what we're we're the picture we're gonna see is that we're this is an evil guy. Um 
he tried to escape at one point. Like he was like trying to shimmy out of his like shackles, shackles or something. He's like, even yeah, not a, happening, guy. Yeah, he's like, even if there's a one percent chance that I can, I'm going to take that. Like right. he, had, he admitted to that. Like, wow. Right, right from the get go. Like this is not a guy you trust, and it, it was. This was a dangerous individual. Was a dangerous individual. And he, oh yeah, so he his denial doesn't last long though, because the, obviously the evidence is overwhelming. He knows he's caught. But before he starts doing any or saying anything real, he makes all these not demands but requests in the interrogate. Like he wants candy bars, he wants coffee, oh, and cigars. And yeah, yeah. He he's very uh, laissez faire about the whole thing. Yeah, and it's. Because he knows what his end game is, and the police think any normal human being, which is how they have to approach these things, they think that this is a person who's acting out of self-preservation, or you know, he he, he can right, be reasoned yeah. with. And then we see in the end, he'll just he he knows what he's doing. Yeah, um, but he does. He, he's very you know, he laughs a lot and he makes jokes. He's he's, he's very he's weird, very weird. Um, but he's he's coy and he is just very like you said laissez faire and uh, yeah uh, whatever uh, yeah, he doesn't want does. he doesn't want to give him to anything hard he just he's not like say Kemper where he's just like well I'm done let me let me spill the beans on everything this was more like I'm caught and now all I all all the chips I have are or is just information yeah and yeah. that's and this isn't like a, uh, uh, it's not one of these guys that you can sit in a room and say, "Okay, Israel, let's just end it. Come on, let's get it off your chest." Yeah, it's not. He's not one of those guys. Yeah, he's not one of those guys. He's going to. I mean, we see that. You can look it up on. You can sit there and try to watch all the footage, but it's really hard to watch. So, yeah, it's a lot of nothing. It's a lot of nothing. That's why I say it's hard. It's not because it's graphic or, yeah. I mean. It, he spills the beans eventually, but but a lot. It is a whole lot of nothing for a long time, so it is hard to watch. So but the, it's out there. Yeah, the yeah the interrogators they 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 did I think up to forty hours of interrogation, Oof. and uh, they got a lot of crap too for for the way that they ended up having to approach it because they had to kind of give in with them and almost treat them like a peer, you know, like someone who's. And equal, and rub his balls a little bit, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? These types of characters, your Ed Kempers, Israel Keys, uh, Ted Bundy, even Charles Manson, they, they, they kind of play on their ego just to get things moving, I think. Yeah, they... They, they, they use any power they can, and when they're well, there's I mean, there's methods. Yeah, and I, I know that to the art of interrogation, of course, and of course, and uh, but people like this who do these things are probably people who are keen on them, and it's almost like uh, almost like virus and antivirus software, you know, like mm. as soon as like you update, there's there's always an antivirus that can blah blah blah. They're always yeah. trying to outdo each other, you know. Um, especially, and it's it's like a psychological dance. Anyway, um, so it, I mean, he he pretty much confesses to a series of burglaries, sexual assaults, arson, murders. I think he makes claims. He claims at least eleven. I think something like that. 
it's i think it's at least eight and i think he claims up to 11 and he's there's evidence to link him to at least four yeah uh, there's uh so you have samantha koenig for sure mm-hmm. um and w- the one couple that may have been Keyes' victim before Sam Koenig is Bill and Lorraine Courier. Courier. The yeah. Couriers. And that was in Essex, Virginia. Essex, Vermont. Vermont. No, excuse me. And they're believed to be the victims, like I said, right before Sam Koenig. And I say right before loosely. It's not like they were back to back, but... So they start to reveal this picture. This this Sam Keyes, he was a, he was a contractor. He was an Army veteran. Uh, he traveled a lot, talked about having uh, kill kits. He, st- he's, he said he's stashed around 12 around the country. Um, uh, he Again, ju- I yeah. mean, this is something that Ted Bundy did. Was it? He had a suitcase that he would carry around with mm-hmm. him and rope and and also Dennis Rader, BTK. Yeah. And he actually used that term. My, uh, I, I don't know if he's kill kit or hit kit. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he would have zip ties, rope, plastic bags, his gun, and, you know, and he'd well, carry it with him. So that. I look forward to our upcoming episodes regarding them because I don't know much about them other than. <laughs> yeah, this did see this is an this is what's interesting about our podcast is because I'm basically a true true crime junkie and james is somewhat new to the (laughs) genre and it's good because my expertise is only in the ways in which they've touched media i'd say yeah Um, well that's good because we can both get this amateur armchair detective thing going (laughs) because uh yeah yeah i mean we're looking at facts anyway it's stuff that we'd most people don't already know, and then we're just we're speculating. So this is what we do. Well, they get a profile for Keys. He's somebody who's traveled all over the country. Uh, he's definitely burglarized um, many times. Yeah, so he had like 12 kill kits around the country, but there's, there's no hard evidence linking him to all, many murders, not as many as he claims anyway, but that's that's troubling. Or, yeah, just... Yeah just four right yeah. yeah but that's that's troubling because again there's 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 a certain air of mystery around him he's vague and um and he was methodical he picked victims kind of at random uh because he knew that that would not link him to anything he right. he, he was so yeah he he idolized ted bundy he 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 studied he studied everything that bundy did again with the the kill kit like i said it's something bundy did it's something a few people did and i think israel keys in a way took what they did wrong or what he felt they did wrong yeah and did it right and, and, and yeah uh which made is adjustments like well not to yeah exactly not did it right but he looked at the framework and he looked at what was already there and he's like okay here's how i can do it uh-huh um it's like 
murder 2.0. Yeah. Serial killer 2.0. And, and, it, and it's so much worse because it's so intentional and so calculated and so malicious. And random. Random. And so random. He, like the, the, the profile for your average serial killer basically, I mean, we've heard it all before. I mean, you know, the white male has been abused and, you know, there, there, there's usually a profile. A couple, couple the, different building blocks, yeah. There's but. a few de- basic building blocks for a, a serial killer. This guy is totally off the grid yeah. in and terms of profile. He did tell a story when he was in custody. He said he knew he was different from the beginning. Um, he, he told a story where he, he once went into the woods with one of his friends and he took a cat... And he tied the cat to a tree. And then he shot the cat. And it was, like, running around, scary, and it was tied to the tree. So it was just helpless. And it just was trying tied to get... Tied to the tree, like... Like, yeah. he t- like, um, like, he tied it to a tree. Like, maybe just, like, the trunk. I'm not I'm not visual... I don't... I try not too hard to visualize it. But yeah, it's... I think he just tethered it to a tree and shot it and just let it kind of, like, flail around and try to escape. Terrible. And he was... Why is it always a cat? Because well, there's some speculation about that, but I'll I'll get in, yeah there is I'll get into that in a second. But um, he thought it was funny, and he looks and see, sees his friend throwing up, like just straight <laughs> up, yeah, just yeah, having a like oh that's a normal reaction, yeah. And he says that's the last time anybody went in the woods with me, and he knew from the beginning that he was different, or it's a lot what Kemper did. In the sense where you, these people who have mindsets like this, they look for every reason to isolate themselves from, say, a normal person. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to go too far out of my expertise. Expertise here, but if there's a, a child here who's listening to us and he's killing cats, just just seek help, man. Like That's it. you know, this you're not call somebody up. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's all it has to be. Like that's that's really all it has to not, be is a phone call. But the, I mean, yeah, it doesn't. There's no judgments anymore like, until you turn into Israel Keys and go, you lock yourself in and say, "I'm different from everyone else. No one can ever know." And lead it. I'm gonna live a double life. And my fucking god. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to go to that extreme. No, it doesn't. That's. Um, I'm not trying to. Just don't do murder. No, but you know, it's you said something about the cat. Why is it always a cat? There are there's speculation. There's not there's nothing concrete. Okay. But a lot of people theorize it's because cats are more feminine, and a lot of a lot of times of the uh, the person doing it usually it's a male. They. You know, so it's a lot of like misogynistic kind of things. Like, it goes oh, that, back it, to it, that. Yeah, it gave me a real sassy look, and or like it didn't like. And it was what Kemper said, like, oh, it it favored my sister. And yeah. Like, yeah, but like I mean, but the idea that it's kind of like more of like a feminine form. I could see that. And there's just underlining that. misogyny in a lot of people who treat women like uh, shit. Yeah, well, I was gonna say treat women, but really, it's. This double life that he leads, that person doesn't see anybody as real, not much less women. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that, that, that sociopath. He has another side where he's, he was uh, an army vet. He was a, a contractor. He was Stepfather. A, he was a boyfriend. Yeah, a father. Um, 
and, uh, the, and the, generally how well, do you flip that switch like that yeah and, and, and not ge- that i'm trying to but <laughs> no but this is what we speculate he was a generally well-liked person of the community as was ted bundy but this he is, was a highly well not a highly but he was he worked with the republican party you know, he was involved with the Republican Party right. with for for Nixon's reelection. Yeah, he was, so we knew he was evil. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they can smell their own. Um, <laughs> no, but it's not just a tagline. Evil can be anywhere, and that's that's the scary thing. He was just a guy, and he knew what he wanted to do, and what he wanted to do was dark. And right. uh, and we lo- we discussed uh, what what was his name. Patterson last week. Jake Patterson. Jake Patterson. Jake Patterson's another one, only probably not as well put together. Well, nowhere near as well put together. No, not as, uh, but in the sense that, what what did he say? She's the one I was going to take. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the sense that he kind of decided what he was already in his mind. And like, I mean, thank God he wasn't better at what he did i'm gonna say was he well we yeah we we speculated that jamie patterson or shit oh my god jake patterson sorry jamie (laughs) we speculated that jake patterson was had it in his head that he was going to kidnap someone and when he saw jamie he realized that she was the perfect victim for him and yeah, and, and Israel Keys is someone who's like that. Only he wanted more of it. He wanted to keep the gravy chain train rolling. He wanted to. He's like, okay, how can I do this and have an okay career rolling? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like so, he he had some forethought, and uh, he used. Uh, I'm sure the the money he made as a contractor probably fueled his sick hobby of burglarizing and well, rape and murder and everything he made from his burglaries went Probably into funding co- his rape and murder cover-up yeah it, which is to say his contracting and his other his normal life it was a weird cycle it probably yeah because we have to remember like this guy went on for 11 years uh-huh. 12 years yeah and he's totally self-sustained yeah like it's not like he had funding and he, he wasn't this guy did it on his own. He traveled yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So during this time, uh, he, yeah, he has given all these clues. We're, we're just going to fo- uh, refocus back to the, right now he's in the interrogator seat. And he's given all these, all these details. He's, tell, yeah. he's telling all these stories and they don't know what. He does talk, now he, t- he brings up uh, Bill and Lorraine Courier, which are, was Essex, uh, Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. Um, same thing. It's the same thing. Uh, he he planned it out ahead of time. It was a huge thing. And then he breaks in. He uh, ties them up. He sexually assaults and strangles Lorraine, and he shoots Bill. And so uh, it's it's really it's really personal with women. I I don't know. Well, yeah, he does. Yeah, it started strangling somebody is very personal. Yeah, yeah, and not uh, necessarily meaning that he knew her, but. He has something with women. There's some. There's. I think. Yeah, that's there's a. There's pa- something with. That's women. the power thing, right? Because he that's, did the same well, that's, thing with. That's Samantha. for any. He is a rapist too. That's and the, that's, again, yeah, right. Yeah, so it's that's, definitely a power thing, but it's power over women because he just shoots Bill. Yeah, he just shoots Bill. And, not uh, to say that that's any. Boy, well, better, but no, but before, well, but it's not as 
literally it's not as well, hands he, on he didn't roll yeah but at the same time thinking about it too he also raped his wife in front of her I meant to say him and taunted them and they were pleading with their lives you don't have to he said he admits to this and he was laughing the whole time he was telling the story he's like because they're they're saying oh you don't have to do this you can still leave and he's like <laughs> I, I can't. I, I put so much work into this. I can't. Yeah. I can't go now. It's my project. Yeah. Right. Like he's so like offended at that statement. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is. And uh, he gets rid of their bodies. I think in the landfill. And uh, they're never found. Never found. Still. Crazy. Um, so that's that's the that's the most clear story so he delivers. We we have so three confirmed kills. Samantha Koenig and the Couriers. It started when he raped a girl in Oregon. Uh, he there was a girl who was broken away from a group, and he 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 grabs her and he, he gets her in an outhouse and he he rapes her and he he admitted that that wasn't even the first rape victim he had at that point, but this was the first one he had the full intent to kill, and she just kind of like. She wasn't like fighting him. She was just kind of talking to him and asking questions. And he just backed down and he decided not to kill her. He wanted the fight. Yeah, but maybe. I don't know if he wanted the fight, but he maybe it was just his first one and he got jitters. But I don't know. Like we were saying, that power trip is really strong. And when that when when there's not much of a fight. I don't think they feel like they have, they're exerting their power yeah. or their control. Well, he does let her go, and the end result is that he vows never to let somebody go again. He he feels embarrassed. To, he, 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 he was thinking about it for a while. He, like, he, he, felt, he felt insecurity from that. That's fucked up. That's complete, <laughs> it's completely inverse. Like, he felt insecurity from the fact that, like, he let her go. Like, oh, he wasn't, like man yeah. enough like to do what he should have done right sick fuck ew <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no, i know i don't know i don't know what they want oh my god the, the, the it's it's contra again it's why con we're doing this it's contradictory the whole way through he he likes hearing about uh his crimes on the media he likes hearing about that stuff but he doesn't want his name to get out he doesn't want his reputation tarnished yeah he doesn't want to be labeled as a murderer yeah right? he's, he's like, going every direction it's like what do you want and it's it it attests to his own statement that he leads two lives these lead these two lives probably were at more at war than he even realized it's uh, got to be hell in your own mind when you're doing that to yourself the only it has to be a, you're a, it's got to be a personal hell until you quiet, quiet it by assuming killing uh, an innocent person. I, I guess. No, I'm. I, I I would think that trying to maintain that balance between the two opposite lives, between mm -hmm. the dark and the light, trying to maintain that is absolute hell. You can't ever be truly content with yourself as a fucking human being. Even when you're enjoying those happy times with your girlfriend, stepdaughter, and whatever, your your other life, when you're enjoying that part. It's a, hollow. It's totally hollow. Yeah, it is. Because you're, he's probably just thinking about what comes next anyway. Yeah. That, that like, whole... Are you even engaged in your everyday life? These, no, they're not. These people are predators. The only reason they seek relationships is to... Is to 
probably give to, off the impression of normalcy. Yeah, to keep that social standing to because the ones who aren't smart are the ones who are you know just drugged up under an overpass and they get caught up on PCP or you know like they yeah, yeah, their yeah. lives go completely different directions or they just they stabbed a guy and then now they're just in jail. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um so uh f- from from these confessions there's uh there's there's not much else to go on after that no. because um he takes the coward's way out. He decides he's had enough Twix. <laughs> he's had enough coffee. He's a, uh, yeah, enough Americanos and enough cigars. I'm done. And uh, he, and he, he makes sure to d- do it right. Slits both wrists it's, and hangs himself. Yeah, or was it he gagged himself? I th- or was it was a it a gag or a hanging? I'm not sure. <laughs> Either way, this guy's dead, and he's a piece of shit, so it doesn't matter how he died. It's the only shitty part about him being dead is that we'll never know what is and what isn't for sure. Well, because, I mean, yeah, he didn't get I the, mean, I he, guess they could still do DNA what, testing. And, he didn't get to serve his sentence, basically, is what pisses right. me off. He, yeah. He, I mean, I'm not going to get into a debate about death penalty and keeping people alive. And uh, Justice wasn't served. He was not convicted. And that right. sucks. Right. He um, never he never faced a jury or a judge. No. That's all other I mean. than an arraignment. Yeah. And that's hardly anything close to a criminal trial yeah. and And they, they they surmise him as a as a murder addict. He was meticulous, he was organized. There's really no telling the depth of how far things went and how much blood is really on his hands. Yeah. We know he was in at least Five states. Mm-hmm. So, in any one of those five states, we only know of three names. Two of those names are a married couple, and the other girl is a young girl. So, there could be any number of cold cases out there yeah. missing persons, yeah. murdered cases, sexual assaults. Mm-hmm. People are current, they are continuing to look. And I can guarantee you there's going to be, well, I don't want to guarantee anything, but I guarantee, again. I would not be surprised. I definitely wouldn't be surprised if, if a big missing person case tied to Israel case. Right, that's, I understand. I, I, it would not be surprising to see more news come out of, of um, a link between him and someone else already. Not at uh, all. Because not at all. he traveled a lot. And uh, I said before, he there's... Those things, uh, they can be looked up or they can be followed up on. We know uh, paper trails of where where people go. You can look up surveillance footage. It's not hard to track anybody. No. And uh, he knew that, which is amazing that he got away with it for so long. Uh, he's, an, he's an evil person. I I think, I mean, we're, we've only done three episodes, but I'm going to go ahead and say that this is the the darkest tale that we've told so far because um, I don't think you know it, it can be measured in in even body count or or or, or ways of of well of, for of, me of methodology just in terms of this is for me the the darkest tales will always involve crimes against children for me true yeah that's it doesn't get any really it really doesn't get any worse than that i don't disagree 
And but this is something that is very dark. This is not your average yeah. serial killer case. And no, uh, every serial killer case is is something unique to look at. But this yeah, is something that is unprecedented. There's so we're going to be looking at it a lot with with, with different kinds of with people who who do such things. There's usually a lot in a person's background temper there's there's a lot to discuss there with um his mom his mom exactly their background a lot of times there's, there's a whole there, there's, upbringing yeah there's history of abuse there's things that can be looked at there's escalating behavior and while we certainly have that with israel keys what we have more than anything is just the fact that there was intent to be this yeah. person from the yeah. beginning there was no dark yeah, past it, it that fractured him into this into these two people. He just became it. Yeah, it was basically he said, "I know I'm different," and followed through with that. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, took it to the extreme. Yeah, and um, that's Israel Keys. Yeah, special thanks to the investigators. Uh, special thanks to everybody in who's who puts out such hard work on, in such events, you know, Absolutely, people who, who volunteer to search, um, obviously our hearts go out to anyone, uh, touched in a case like this, James Koenig, um, the couriers, horrible things to good people. Otherwise good people. I mean, what else can you say? It's a damn shame. I don't know. It's hard to end on such a downer, but uh, I know it really right. is. I, I mean, there. But this, this is what it is. Unsatisfying. Thanks everybody for following, sharing, and listening. Um, yeah. Next week should be fun. The week after that should be even funner. We've got some things planned. Yeah. No. Obviously, uh, thanks to anybody out there listening. This is a an experiment in. All sorts of things. Well, I want to give a special shout out to you, James, because you really, <laughs> no, really, you really jumped on board with this. And uh, I know it, you know, true crime isn't something you were itching to jump into, but you really um, made this possible. Well, I wouldn't have done it with it without you, Joe. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> if without a, without a firm whoop in the ass, I wouldn't get moving ever. So. Well, we both motivate each other, so it works out well. Yay. Green, green sunshine. And green sunshine. Things could blossom. <laughs> true love. People get killed and other people come together to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, be sure to check out uh, our, our, our Facebook page where we share the hottest memes. <laughs> 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 if you can see his face right now, it's even funnier. <laughs> and it's it's starting to get warm in this room. Yeah. If you want to reach out at a dark tale pod, if you want to email us, it's darktailpodcast at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, comment, and share on iTunes. You guys know what to do. You're smart. So we'll see you next time. Stay pretty. Stay, um, stay pretty. Don't die. Evil could be anywhere. <laughs>